Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the Amplify Her podcast. I am your host, Christina Singh, and the Amplify Her podcast is all about amplifying and uplifting women's voices and stories. (laughs) Welcome to another solo episode of the show. I am so thrilled to be here, just in this space, chatting and hopefully connecting with y'all, but just having a moment. If you're new to listening to this show, um, my solo episodes are short and sweet, um, usually very random ruminations on what's going on in my life currently, or a reflection on the current state of things going on in the world. Um, the current state of things going on in my world, which I posted about today, today's Thursday, is that it's too damn hot in New York City. And do I feel 85 years old um, commenting on this? Sure. Yeah, I do. Um, But it's the truth. It has been consistently 90 degrees on average for the past 10 days. And it's not looking to stop anytime soon. And it's alarming. I will say like, I am from California, so I'm very used to, maybe this solo episode is just going to be all about how it's too hot in New York, (laughs) probably, to be honest. Um, I'm from California where, you know, it gets super hot. That's like not debatable, but it's a dry heat and my body can handle a dry heat so much more efficiently, I guess I should say, versus humid heat and the humidity. I was watching a TikTok, what else is new, about how like the past 10 days, and I think maybe going into this week, are some of the like dampest days that we're going to be having. Um, I think it's like from the entire year, it's like the places where it gets humid. It's going to be like a swamp. And I walked outside today to go pick up my from my, my from, nope, my son from school. And I just felt like I had plunged into a shower. Like I was, I was just like, what is this? It's, it was like 86, 87 degrees outside with 70% humidity. And I'm like, this is so bad. But what did I decide to do? I decided to pick up my son and then I decided we're going to go to the store and get a watermelon because I'm an idiot. I mean, I'm happy I have the watermelon here, but Lord, was it a trek. It was horrible. Um, and I'm glad I did it, but, <laughs> but will I do that ever again? Probably I'll be an idiot and do something different, but not that particular adventure. Um, Oh my God. Yeah. I have, um, this really great contraption that I use now with my son because we walk around so much with him and in New York city, it's, it's not easy to walk around with a toddler when your toddler doesn't want to hold your hand and just wants to be like a very independent human. It's really hard to walk around with a toddler who is very firm in that uh, 
particular desire. So my rule is wherever we go, you have to hold my hand. And my baby just does not want to do that sometimes, most times. (laughs) He'll usually acquiesce, but sometimes it is a battle. Lately, it's been much more of a battle. So most of the time, he just wants me to hold him and carry him. And I have this wonderful um, contraption that I think a lot of people have heard about. It's called the Tush Baby. And basically, it's a belt. It's like a fanny pack and uh, like hip. um, So basically, it's like a belt that has a little mini seat where your toddler can sit on your hip. Because typically when I'm carrying him, I'm throwing him, I'm just holding him on my hip. And I saw this online and I was like, this is what I need. And I got it a while ago, but I hadn't been using it. And um, lately I've started using it and I look like a dork, but I do not care. Because walking around with a toddler and carrying them everywhere is really hard in New York City. And I mean, anywhere, but New York City in particular, you're just walking so much everywhere. So... Um, that has been a lifesaver because life, oh my God, I cannot talk today. Life saver. Oh my God. Um, because when we're walking around, um, yeah, the weight just like the weight distribution is much, much better. And so, you know, I got really cocky and confident and I was like, I have my touch baby. I could go to the store and get a watermelon. That's totally fine this is gonna be great and it was not great now did we start to cut the watermelon yes was it delicious absolutely i'm gonna finish it after i record not finish like eat the whole water i'm gonna finish cutting the watermelon after um i record this but man oh man what a journey um and i just feel like just now i have cooled off from that journey I posted a video, which maybe I'll take down if people don't find it funny, because maybe it just comes off as really, like, insane, Um, but of how I looked after this journey. And I wore makeup today because I had an interview for this show, and all of my eye makeup was just melted onto me, like, just dripping down my face. It was, it was crazy. Um, So that's been my adventure. Um, on a very, very humid and hot day in New York. Um, I have barely been wanting to go outside lately because it's just been rough. Um, But I've been forcing myself to do so because even in this gross weather, I always feel better when I go outside and when I take time um, for myself. There has been so much going on in the world of entertainment lately. Um, And I think there's been two particular things that have been um, explosive, I think, as far as like the internet's reaction. I mean, many things, but like, so I'm thinking of Kiki Palmer um, and Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend. I actually do not know her name. Let me look that up. Sarah Brady. So um, if you're unfamiliar with what's been going on, um, Kiki Palmer's boyfriend, I don't think that they were engaged. Um, 
so Kiki Palmer went to uh, an Usher show because he has a Las Vegas residency and he has this part in the show where he like serenades women and it's like very romantic and um, sexing and um, just like fun doesn't mean anything it's just like you know very fun and she was wearing a super cute outfit like a mesh dress and I would say like a top that looked as if it were like a one-piece swimsuit almost um and there was this tweet that was tweeted out by um a man and it said um it's the outfit for me though you're you're a mom and that man was her boyfriend and then instead of realizing that he had put these um really dumb thoughts out on the internet he just doubled down on the fact that he's the man of the house and their expectations in his home and you know he had a problem with what she was wearing and she should dress or act more conservatively because she's a mother and a and a wife or whatever and I legitimately could not believe that that was her boyfriend. Like, I just thought it was some random man being a troll. I could not believe. And I think many people felt that way. Like, could not believe that that was her boyfriend putting out that those comments into the world and then doubling down on them. Um, he has since deleted his Twitter, I believe. I really have not kept up on anything. I know his Instagram is still up. But he has since deleted his um, Twitter and from from what I've checked, like I said, but the Internet basically exploded and was just like, are you serious? And I think it's, you know, it's obviously such a deeper conversation around how we see women as possessions and objects and if a man is in a relationship with you, there is, you know, this systemic piece that we're taught that you're their property, that they own you, that they dictate the rules of what's appropriate and not appropriate. And in many societies, those standards of the patriarchy are very true and still reign true. Um, you know, taking a man's last name is part of that piece. I mean, I see nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that's an example of, you know, those traditions that or those systemic pieces that have continued to, you know, trickle down into our society. And there are still so many things that it like, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, people really like, like men don't get it, you know, like it's, you have no ownership over a woman or her body. And it's like, I've seen a lot of people also comment on the fact that men love a bad bitch. Like men love trying to get this attractive, independent, smart, hot woman. But then when she continues to do, you know, what she's always been doing, just continuing to be a bad bitch. It's unacceptable when you're in a relationship with someone. 
Um, Kiki is incredible and (laughs) responded basically just by posting pictures of her having a great time. And she like launched merch that said like, I'm a mother, like all of these wonderful things. Um, and I just thought the way she handled it was really gorgeous. Um, I mean, there's so many more details, but I'm not going to get into them because I think that, you know, it just leads to a deeper conversation about, you know, how women are treated in our society as mothers and as objects and how that shifts um, and how women are just, you know, the, the levels of sexualization that we always constantly face and um, yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. And like, similarly with Sarah Brady, who is Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend, she released a number of text messages that really, um, showcased a lot of control in their relationship and him wanting to have her delete photos that he deemed promiscuous online or not be around male friends or not have conversations with certain people. And again, it's this like very gross notion that when you're with someone, they're your property or you own them or you're able to dictate these things. And I think something that was like very, very disturbing in these um, like texts with Jonah Hill is there was so much therapy speak that this person was saying um, and like using boundaries in a in like the worst, in a very, um, incorrect way. And so those two stories came out and there are so many parallels to them. And it's just making me think so much of like the larger conversation around the patriarchy and, um, our culture that is so steeped in, you know, the patriarchy and this ownership of women and the, the, the need to dictate like that initial thought of, oh, you're, this is your role now. You're not allowed to step into these other roles. Um, it's, it's really sad and annoying and frustrating. And I'm sure many people feel that way. I mean, I know many people feel that way because I've been stalking all of this stuff online. Um, but I think I'll end the show there. If you want to hear more about these things, um, maybe I can do another episode on all of these different structures and um, maybe we could do a deeper dive into these conversations and I could bring on a, on a guest. If you're into that, let me know. I'm, I'm more than happy to, to do that. And I hope you have a beautiful weekend ahead. If you're listening to this on Friday, I hope you have a, a gorgeous Friday. I just hope whenever you're listening to this, you have a gorgeous day. And I am so grateful that you listen to this. Um, I'm just so grateful you're here. Please never forget that your voice matters and your story matters. And I will see you on the next episode of the Amplify Her podcast. Bye, everyone. I am so grateful that you've listened to this episode of the Amplify Her podcast. If you're listening to this and you don't follow the show, one thing that would help the show tremendously is if you open that Apple app, if you're listening to it on Apple, 
click on the title of the show and on the top right hand corner, click that plus sign so you don't miss an episode. Not only does it help me to grow this show, but it helps you to be in the loop when episodes drop every Wednesday and every Friday. If you're listening to this show on Spotify, click on the show title of this episode to take you to the full listing of them and click follow. That way you won't miss a new episode as it comes out. For more information about the Amplify Her podcast, Amplify Her media, and the Amplify Her networking group, head to www.amplifyhermedia.com.